Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys with us, your friends. Hi, I'm Jeff Cavanaugh from 971 The Freak. And that's former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. We're going to talk about Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins right after I tell you that the only people that don't get this time of the year off are pro <laughs> athletes and us and bet online. With NFL, bowl season, NBA, and full swing over the holidays, Bet Online isn't taking a second off to make sure you have up to the second odds, news, and info. Bet Online, all the sports wagering info available that you could possibly need, desktop and mobile access. Head there today, get in on the action. Remember, use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Hello, Jesse. How are you, my friend? I'm good. We made it uh, the Friday before Christmas. Um, but, uh, you know, like my body, a little sore this morning, so are some Cowboys bodies are a little sore this morning. Ew. Ew. Uh, okay. So I would imagine we are referring to Tyron Smith and yeah. Zach Martin. And I would imagine we are referring also to, I saw the Johnny matches tweet. Apparently Zach is behind tyron tyron's ahead of zach no it's the other way zach's ahead of tyron yes i think you're backwards i'm gonna go according to mike mccarthy according to mike mccarthy he, he he said that right now it looks like Tyron's a little bit ahead. Uh, like, uh, sorry, Zach is Zach is ahead of tyron, tyron. Okay. yes so sweet so we're gonna lose yeah <laughs> Game over. And for Zach, it's it's of course the quad, and, and that's always an interesting thing because of right. What does he do? Like he is in a squatting position, hundred percent of the time. Like right, like he's 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 either bent over with his hand in the dirt or he's in a two point stance. Nonetheless, it is a situation where, and I think the biggest thing is is when you're talking about the quad, um, it's the anchoring down, right? It's the anchoring down. It's the pushing off. It's where the power comes from. Uh, in the legs of offensive line. And so being able to, you know, have lateral quickness um, without any hesitation, being able to anchor down on blocks, not lunging, and it's, it's small things. And I'm no offensive lineman, but I I, I, I play the position that requires technique. And when you are when you have different ailments, it impacts your technique, right? Whether it's for a receiver, it's for your, if your feet or knees or hamstrings or hips aren't where they're supposed to be, it's going to impact the way that you maneuver in and out of routes. Those can be telltale signs for a DB for you to come in and make a play. Same thing with with, with offensive, you know, offensive linemen. If you're impacted in your lower body, which you are, are, are primarily, for the most part, um, counting on to, to assist you in doing your job, if it's impacted, right, that, that's going to be – that's gonna that's gonna mess around with your technique. And for Tyron, it's his back. Um, and you know, Tyron had his early stint, you know, uh, being hurt and kind of put together a really good run. And I, I don't know what it is gonna be on on Sunday. You know, with this Tyron, his back, you don't know what part of the back it is. The next situation with him, it's all these things that he's dealt with before. 
and will he be able to go? And then now the question is for the Cowboys when you look up, and this is where it gets a little bit juicy, a little bit, a little bit kind of interesting, because you can ask yourself, do I want to rest Tyron and Zach um, and, and, and say to yourself, all right, Philly's probably not going to lose, but you also want to say there's a looming potential L that can happen in the next three games for the Eagles, whether it be one of the giant games or the, uh, or the Arizona game. So it's like, I don't want to give up any more games because if I went out and Philly loses again, then. Mm. Okay. Let me, okay. So I spend way too much time uh, on the internet and playing with the tiebreakers. I would float this idea to you. If you believe there would be a big benefit to resting Tyron or Zach, like if you think if they didn't play this week, they're going to feel so great the rest of the way. If you think there's a big benefit to not playing them, I would sit them both because this game is very important to the Dolphins, and this game really does not matter to the Cowboys. They're going to be the desperate team. But here, the good thing is that players don't know this for the most part. I remember doing the Cowboys hour with Jason Witten with like three or four weeks left in a season. And I had mentioned on there like tiebreakers and what had to happen the rest of the way with other teams. And we went to the break and Jason Witten turned and looked at me. He said, now you said who has to do what? <laughs> and I'm like, you don't know how y'all make the playoffs or not? No. Um, so the Cowboys and Eagles, if the Cowboys lose no games and the Eagles lose no games, the Eagles will pass you and win the right. division if they both win out. If the Eagles lose a game and you lose a game, the Cowboys will win the division if you both go two and one the rest of the way. The Cowboys will win the division. So, like, sure, finishing with a better record than the Eagles definitely wins you the division, but so does losing to the Dolphins if the Eagles lose a game. So, like, if you go all out because we must beat the Dolphins and then you pay for it later with a loss or with somebody not being healthy, like – it's really not worth it because this win does not matter to the Cowboys and it does matter to the Dolphins. And part of me feels like that's a cowardly way to do football where it's like, no, but it's a road game against another tough team and there's a lot to be gained here and we're going to feel good about ourselves and all those things are true. But if you're just talking about, I want to win the division, what is best for me? Beating the Dolphins does not matter. It does not matter. You require an Eagles loss anyway. And if they do lose a game, then it does not matter that you lost a game. You will beat them with the same record. That's the tiebreaker sitch, which is weird. I don't know why. Strength of victory is weird. But if they both lose a game, Cowboys win. If no one loses a game, Cowboys lose. So it doesn't matter. You need an Eagles loss anyway. And if you lose one, it doesn't hurt you. So haha, let's go. Screw it. Sit everybody. Don't sit everybody. Try to win because we want to feel good. Now feeling good is, is important. I think I think the mental aspect of that is, but you make a you make a very valid point when you break it down, you know, that way. And 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 maybe you say to yourself, because you're gonna be in a dog fight next week, too. Like, like Detroit is is gonna come in here and and they are a physical football team. You know that about Dan Campbell. He said that the day that he signed on about you know biting kneecaps off. So that's a great that's a that, that's a situation where you're saying all right cool what's best for us long term right and if 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 resting Tyron or resting Zach resting one or the other or resting both is better for you long term then hell go at it but you know nonetheless the game has to be played whether it's played with Tyron or Zach or without either one of them and it's just, it's an interesting game it's an interesting game because 
what Miami does, in my opinion, what Miami does or tries to create in their offensive scheme to their advantage is literally what the Cowboys do defensively regularly. Like they want to create the single high looks. They want to be able to create advantages where they can get one-on-one matchups. They want to be able to use that speed. They want to run the ball on the edges. And those are kind of, you know, the Cowboys, they're going to be in that single high look. They've been in that single high look majority of all of the years. You can you know put it in that. They don't, they're, they're very, very few snaps of the Cowboys really selling out playing two high safeties and kind of doing the shell coverage. And the Cowboys don't do a good job, at least to number 11 side, to setting the edge in the run game. And so it's going to be interesting because that's what they want to do. Miami wants to run the ball on the edges and they want to get you a single high safeties so that Mike McDaniels can do all his quirky stuff and, and get the matches that he wants. And speed on unspeed is always going to be a difficult thing to stop. Have you watched, have you seen the hard knock stuff? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not in the hard knocks, but I've seen some clips. Yes. I guess if you played it, it doesn't matter to you, to the, to fan and to me, who is fan. It's always really fun, especially if it's a good football team. It's always fun because we didn't get to be in there. And so it's just cool to see all of the interactions and they're doing a Miami in season one. And it is Mike McDaniel is wild. I love Mike McDaniel. I love Tyreek Hill. I love Jalen Ramsey. Um, I really like the dolphins. I don't want to, but I do really like the dolphins. They're a lot of fun. And yeah, I think that they, um, I think they do a really good job at making you do stuff that's wrong when they're on offense. When it's just like, yeah, we're going to do stuff and we're going to do it before the snap and we're going to do multiple things and we're going to do it at full speed. And if you were a half step behind of Tyreek Hill running before the snap at full speed, well, guess what? You just got yourself picked. Or, oh, you did keep up? All right, well, you'll get picked going the other way. Oh, or you did? You want to come underneath this? Well, he's going to go 100 yards. Uh, I, I, I think the Cowboys are a good football team. Uh, and if you are into the nerd stuff, the, over the course of 14 games, the dolphins and the Cowboys are the same team. Mm-hmm. You go on a per play basis, offensively, defensively, their logos literally sit on top of each other on your chart. They're the same team, good offense, good defense. I feel like Miami is rolling better recently. I feel like like they got Jalen Ramsey back in the last month and the Cowboys injuries are trending the other direction. I do not feel great about the Cowboys' ability to win this game. I don't feel great about the Cowboys' uh, way I think that the offensive line might play in this game. I don't feel great about a lot of things. And I don't know how the Cowboys are going to choose to approach this game defensively if they're going to be massive overreactors to the fact that somebody ran the ball well on you. And it's like, that's it. We're going to show people we can stop the run. Sweet. 400 yards, four touchdowns for Tua. We can all move on with our day. So yeah, I just I don't feel I don't feel great about this football game, honestly. And I and here's my here's my thing about the whole you know running situation. It's not new information, ladies and gentlemen. Like this is not any new information. The Cowboys have held since I've been around. Uh, I mean, so someone showed the clip um, back when the Cowboys were playing the Baltimore Ravens to close out um, Texas Stadium. LaRon. McLean, I believe, was the name of the running back. He and I believe Willis McGay, he was out, or was he? Did, did no, he play? They, they both played. They both had. They ran for like damn near three hundred yards. So I say all that to say this whole stopping the run thing has been an issue for a while. 
right? And it, it, it has. And the Cowboys, like I said earlier in the week, the Cowboys, the way that their defense is set up, it's it, it's never been designed to be a run-stopping defense. It just hasn't. What this defense has been designed to do, it has been a complementary built defense. This defense is built for our offense, the Cowboys offense, to go out there and score a massive amount of points, to create a lead, to get up in the ball game, so that now teams have to look at the clock and look at the score and say, hey, we have to pass the football. And then they go, dun, 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 dun. Michael Parsons rips off the shirt, loosens up the tie, steps inside the booth, Superman is alive, right? He becomes now the greatest player on the planet because he gets to pin his ears back and go after the quarterback. But the problem is when the offense isn't clicking and they can't find rhythm and they can't score points and they can't give you a lead, the idea of you having your linebacking core consist of a small linebacker in Damone Clark and then two safeties. That's not going to work, ladies and gentlemen. I said that for months. And people said, well, it's working. I'm like, all right, cool. But when teams, when we get near the playoffs and teams start saying, and they start narrowing it down, they'll go, oh, you you, you think the 205, 10-pound dude in the box is going to be able to sustain himself for a long period of times? Okay, we'll see. And I'm just going to keep having this 320-pound dude go at him over and over and over and over and over again. And we'll see which one is going to break first, your spirit or your body. And that's what you saw against Buffalo is just with an attack on the, on, the, on the guys that were smaller than them. And so the Cowboys, there is no major fix for this, right? You can play Rashad Evans a little bit more. Maybe you can add more guys in the box. But this is the wrong team. You want to start adding guys in the box and not having guys on the back end to stop all that speed. So for the Cowboys, it is, it is imperative for them to have Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy and that offense get out there and be able to score some points and get a lead. So that teams doesn't can't really sit down and go, we're going to just run the ball on you all day long. Because if they can't do that, there's not a team that if they really wanted to run the ball on the Cowboys, especially this week and next week against uh, against the Lions, they're going to run the football. So you better hope that this offense can go out there and score some points to make them have to say, all right, we have to keep up with those guys a little bit and pass the ball instead of ramming the ball down your throat. Yeah, and I think I, – I do uh, – I think – Part of that is like this, that was always the case. Like the Cowboys did a weird thing in the offseason, which was probably just to placate Jerry Jones because he remembers the 90s and stuff. Where McCarthy was like, oh, yeah, we're going to run the ball more and we don't want to light up the scoreboard and we want to run and play to our defense. That was never true because it would have never won you anything. Right. What was always true is you had a really good quarterback and if he played well and we scored a bunch of points, we could win. Uh, but they did have a weird offseason of pretending that wasn't the way it was going to go. And then they changed their minds like three weeks in. It was like, holy crap, it turns out our quarterback's good. And he's the only reason if we're going to do anything. Uh, but yeah, I, I the way that teams run the ball, like if you want the Cowboys to overreact to the fact that the Bills ran the ball really well on them, like, can I? Yeah. Yeah. Jesse told you, I can stop the run with the Cowboys. It, it becomes hard for them because you are almost running out of bodies because you are down your best nose tackle, your best run-stopping linebacker. Uh, you are down. I think DeMarvion Overshone would have played a big role in that regard too, and he never got to play. So okay. you're missing three different dudes that that was that would have been big, big parts of their job, and they're gone. But yeah, if you want to stop the run, you play, I guess, Mozzie next to Osa, 
You put Chauncey Golston, 280 pounds in for Micah Parsons. You play Parsons at a linebacker. Tank is on the other end. You play Damone Clark and Rashawn Evans. Now I've got three linebackers that are full size. I got big ass defensive ends. I got two D tackles and I can stop the run and the other team will score 50. They will score 50. (laughs) The question isn't like, can they do it? The question is, are you really willing to go to the extreme of prioritizing that I must stop the run at all costs? Because I'm not, I say, go play football again. Now, if you knew that a team was going to run 50 times and pass 15 times, sure, I'll change things. Right. But you don't know that going into the game. And so, yes, I am going to play the Miami Dolphins and say, okay. And the hard part is they are the one team in the league where I was going to say, like, I don't want one play drives where Jalen Waddle or Tyreek Hill scores. That sucks. I would rather you have to have a 12 to 15 play drive, but they can also do one play drives with their running backs. <laughs> Those guys run fast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think everything about this injuries, the way that things are going for each team, who the game matters more for, who is at home. Uh, everything about this to me uh, is a Dolphins win. And that's cool because I also think that just sets up in my brain that the only way I could be surprised is if the Cowboys whip their ass. And if so, well, that would be super cool. Like, oh, the team with kind of less to play for and more questions and kind of banged up on the road against a good team and they they showed up and they showed out, that would put me in a great place. And if they lose, I'm going to go, okay, we'll see what happens against Detroit. So I'm thinking Dolphins 33, Cowboys 24. I don't think I a nine point loss is by f- definitely the biggest loss I've picked this year for the Cowboys. This one doesn't feel good to me for the Cowboys. Doesn't feel good. Yeah, I, I think the, the the best thing because when you look at what the Miami does, and this is always kind of a, a lot, we try to make it offense versus defense, but it's, it's a lot of times it's kind of like you know offense versus defense, but offense versus offense. What Miami does really well is they're uh, they're number one of the league in motion. They're number one of the league in play action passes. They're number one in the league and how they want to do certain things. Um, and running on the edges. Um, so you look at what that is. And the, the Cowboys offensively just, for some reason, don't always bring their A game. They don't score as many points on the road. They, um, and, and, and this styles make fights. And I think this is a style. Miami is a style that gives the Cowboys trouble. Um, eye candy. I love their pre-snap. I love Miami's pre-snap. Uh, motions because it's, it's multiple motions. It's always the first motion is kind of like, all right, let's see what you guys are going to do. And then the second motion is always, this yeah. motion is going to be a full speed motion and it's going to catch you in whatever shift that you're about to make. So if you're shifting the linebackers or you're changing sides or strengths or whatever, well, well, guys, we're going to catch you moving. And if we catch you moving, I always say that the, I've said this week that Miami wants to create angle advantages. If we get the block, great, fantastic. But we have so much speed that if we can create an angle, we can outrun whatever you thought you, whatever angle you thought you had. So they want to create angle advantages. It just, it's, I'm with you. It's just one of those fights that I go, boy, this style is it, is it, um, is it represented well for the Cowboys to 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 defend it? And then defensively for for Miami, um, of course, you know Vic Vangio is going to make it difficult. Uh, I don't know about blueprints and all that kind of nonsense, but. 
but the way they want to do things, it's going to, it's going to make it difficult. And the Cowboys will have to sift through those things and be able to find uh, targets that, you know, they're not going to give up much over the top, but we'll see. But I, I agree with you. I think this is a, this is a Miami win. Um, I'll be shocked if the Cowboys, but, but proud if the Cowboys pull this out. Um, and I'm kind of leaning a little bit towards that. You know, the Cowboys haven't lost two games in a row uh, in a very long time, but you know, all records are, are made to be broken and, Sometimes those things happen. Um, I just don't want a spiral effect. I, I don't want this to carry over because Detroit's a good football team. And I'm not looking ahead, but Detroit's a damn good football team. Don't worry. We're going to bounce back next week. Going to take care of Detroit. <laughs> and then and they're, they're going to want to come in and, and really get physical. If things kind of spiral out of control, you don't want a team heading in this direction as they get ready for the playoffs. So, um, but I do. I, I think I think the Cowboys lose this game to Miami. Um, I'm, I'm going more like 30-17 Miami. God, what a hater, dude. I picked him to lose by nine. You picked him to lose by 13. The spread's one and a half. It's believe in the Cowboys. What a couple of – Jeff, you're a hater. You too, Jesse. <laughs> if they win, it'll be a lot of fun. That'd be great. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Love you, buddy. Merry Christmas, man. Yep. Also, happy holidays. His Hanukkah and stuff and all the other things. I don't oh, know what Hanukkah, else. Oh, Hanukkah, come like the Nora. Let's have a party. We'll all dance in horror. Gather around the table. We'll give you a treat. Shiny tops to play with and candy to eat. And while we are playing, the candles are burning low. One for each night, they shared us with light. How long is this song? That's it. I, I, I did that song when I was like in third grade. We did like a program. We did like songs from each kind of whatever. Yeah. That's that's the. Are their songs as good as Christmas songs? Do they have a big catalog like we got? We got a lot of Christmas songs. I don't know. Was just, we, we did like, it was just like a bunch of songs that we had did, like a medley of songs okay. for the third grade choir. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Merry Christmas. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.